Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, face the climb podcast listeners. Welcome back to behind the training week two. Ah, such a goody week, such a goody week. Definitely a way better mindset week versus week one, you know, and that's something of why I'm doing this podcast to really show you the mental roller coaster and the emotional roller coaster that comes along with training. If this is your first episode, welcome. This series is me giving a little behind the scenes, behind the training of what this next 12 week stint of training is like for me in terms of physical roller coaster, emotional roller coaster, mental roller coaster to really break down those barriers of what will climbing training be like? And yeah, I am super excited for this one because this week was fun, but also you can learn from me. And then it's also, you know, I am a coach and I tell athletes to do certain things like really watch how you're feeling, cutting off when you feel your power dropping. And then here I am the coach and I fall into the same traps, okay? It's not like I have this shit all figured out too. I am human as well. And I fall into the same traps. I will do the same things. Yet I'm like, am able to be like, yes, Jen, this was your own fucking fault. And you know why you should have stopped. <laughs> okay. But first of all, super exciting. I was finally able to do my four by fours. I've been really excited to get into four by fours in doing this because I have been so stoked on bouldering. And if you listen to behind the training week one, the gym was super busy when I ended up going to do my four by four. So instead I did rope doubles, which was totally fine, but I really struggled like getting into the mindset then. And it really started off this training kind of not in the mindset that I really wanted to, but I got to do my four by fours and it was a huge, huge eye opener (laughs) reality check of thank fucking God I am doing this and making myself do this and to get uncomfortably because, oh boy, it was not pretty. (laughs) And what I mean by that is, you know, I did my first two sets on overhang and, you know, I usually recommend doing two to three below red point grade. My red point grade is around V5 right now. So I ended up starting on V2s. And the first set, I did three V2s on the overhang. The last one I had to do V1, totally fine. Feeling pumped. Second set, I did it again, three V2s, one V1. And then I started feeling it, that set three. Set three, I had to do two V2s, two V1s on the overhang. And the V1, it was definitely a dynamic V1. I would, (laughs) you know, a little sandbag for sure, but that's great. That's okay. And then the last set, woof, set four. Oh boy. It was a V2 on the vertical, (laughs) a V1 on the vertical, 
and then two V zeros on the vertical. Here I am. I can send V5 in like a couple goes indoors and outdoors. I can send V6 in one session usually outdoors. And then depending, depending on the six, of course. <laughs> um, and I just had to end my four by fours on V zeros. That, that was a big eye opener reality check. This is a huge weakness of mine. So I am so happy that I am doing this. Of course, it was, whoo, man, it was like, just keep going, Jen, just keep going, just keep going, keep holding on, keep holding on. Don't let go, don't let go, don't let go. This fucking kills, this fucking kills. Oh my God. That last set and feeling the pump. And I also, like, I still felt the pump in the other sets as well, but that last set was uncomfortable. That forearm pump was so uncomfortable. And afterwards, I tried projecting. It didn't go too well. Um, to be expected, I took a long rest after the four by fours. I also ended up doing um, the four minutes. I felt comfortable with the four minutes in between sets for the four by fours. And I did take a very long rest after and talk to, I saw someone that I haven't seen in a while at the gym. I have only seen him outdoors and I hadn't seen him outdoors in a while. So that was fun to check, catch up with him. And it was <laughs> definitely needed that rest before projecting and the projecting didn't go well to be expected. I was still pumped. I was feeling it, but fuck, it was a wake up call, a reality check. And I am so thankful that I am doing this, even though it was uncomfortable and something that I want to mention, though, is, you know, project, cool, and then I stretched. I really wish more climbers would stretch after their sessions. It would be so helpful. Huge recovery. Also help with mobility. But the next day, I didn't feel exhausted. And I do want to talk about that because a lot of times I'll have athletes be like, you know, I didn't feel like super tired after my session. Like I didn't feel tired at all the next day. It's more so how you feel during the session. So like I mentioned, I was fucking dying. Like I was like, I can barely hold on. It's not like I was sweating, like breathing heavy like that, but like my forearms were pumped. It was doing the job that this drill is for. And during it, I was very uncomfortable. It was definitely pushing myself. But afterwards, I was able to go on with my day. You know, sessions, your training sessions, you should be able to continue and go on with your day. You shouldn't be falling asleep at your desk if you're going to work afterwards or like being like, oh my God, I can't like even cook dinner right now. I'm so exhausted. Like that means that it's too much. Okay. And going into that, my friend, if you saw on Instagram, my friend Jam, Ended up building her home wall while my friend Ed built it. If you're in the New Haven, Connecticut area and you want a home wall, seriously, let me know and I will connect you with Ed. Amazing carpenter. He also did the moonboard at City Climb. Amazing carpenter. And we went hard. We went fucking hard. This was two days after my four by fours. We went hard. It's 51 degrees overhang. And this kind of goes into what I just mentioned about you should not feel wrecked after your climbing sessions. I was wrecked and I, and it, you know, it was just like so psyched. We said it, we were so psyched. We were climbing on it. So fun. And there was a point where I was like, okay, I gotta be done. And then I saw her do a move and I was like, okay, okay, one more, one more. And then it was like, got this bicycle move. And I was like, oh fuck, I gotta try this again. Okay. A couple more times, a couple more times. And then I get to go. I am, was wrecked. Not ideal. I felt it two days afterwards, okay? Like, I was still feeling it. And 
it's those sessions where it's like, mm, went too hard. And usually this is a really good rule of thumb. If you find yourself saying, okay, just one more, that usually means stop. <laughs> you know, one more drink, one more time, one more, you know, one more climb. Usually that's when shit hits the fan. That's when you're like hangdogging up the route and you're like fucking exhausted. And yeah, I was definitely tired. I was feeling it already. And I was like, okay, okay, one more. And then what happens? I am wrecked. Like that pushed me over the I'm like tired to I am wrecked, (laughs) you know? And then that's not good for recovery. That's not good for training. That definitely influenced the rest of my training for the rest of the week. And, you know, that's my own fucking fault. I should have, like, I knew it. But I was just so psyched. So I understand climbers when you're like, oh, but I just want to keep going. I just, you know, I don't want to rest. I just want to do one more. And then it's it's hard. I I struggle with it, too. You know, psych was high. (laughs) Psych was so high. But I definitely felt it the rest of the week. And it definitely influenced me the rest of my week in terms of my training. I ended up doing my hangboarding and lifting combined, which was totally cool. I actually did like doing that. And I did it at my friend Jam's house again. She has an amazing setup, hangboard, some kettlebells, um, has a squat rack. So amazing setup. And now a home wall, like fucking house dream goals, right? Am I right? Fuck. When I eventually get a house, that shit's going to be in my house too. (laughs) There will definitely be years after the house because the house is going to be expensive. But like, yeah, we're going with it. (laughs) That is dream goals. And I did actually really like this. And I didn't find it to be too much for myself. But I will say again with the hangboarding, I didn't switch up the hangboarding. I really wanted to give myself one more good try. If you were listening last week with the 20 millimeter edge, she has a Metolius hangboard. So it wasn't wood hangboard. So I wanted to see the difference. Um, I think the 20 millimeter just still unfortunately isn't there yet for my finger. I actually found myself like my wrist. I don't know how to describe it. Almost. It's not that it's dislocating, but it is like unstable. And the reason for that is because on the 20 millimeter, like my fingers really want to half crimp, but my left finger just can't do it and get into that position like the other. So it tries to go open hand and then like my other fingers go open, go open hand and then it like fucks with my wrist. So I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to be doing 20 millimeter. So I'm going to switch it up to 25 millimeter edge. And because the seven seconds on 23 seconds off wasn't as intense for the 23, I am going to switch back to a normal standard repeater protocol of doing the seven seconds on three seconds off and doing five to seven reps of that three to four sets. And um, going with that on the 25 millimeter edge and just going to be focusing way more on trying to not look at it as it more. Yes, it will be helping with my finger strength, but I think I'm going to have to, um, like, I wanted to do finger strength training on the hangboard, right? That was my whole thing. I did a bunch of rehab last year and a lot of that was finger strength training on the wall, which is great, but I wanted to switch it up. I wanted something different and really prepare me for this crimpy line that I'm training for. And fortunately, just not there yet. Still, that's the reality of it. That was, you know, reality. And now we need to adjust. So I'm looking more as the hangboard to yes, build up finger strength, but also to build up that endurance aspect that obviously listening to my four by fours, I really got to fucking work on. So changing my mindset around with that and, um, 
going with that, I'm going to be doing, like I mentioned, the seven seconds on, three seconds off, five to seven reps, uh, three to four sets. And going, moving with that onward, at least until the rest deload week, and then figuring out more of what I want to do, maybe... You know, we're just going to reassess come then and see how it's going with the hangboarding, with the finger, what's possible, how my wrist is going. And then I'm also, you know, it was definitely um, wrist not stabilizing well, not doing well with hanging off of my fingers on that small of an edge. So building up my wrist strength as well. I'm going to probably throw in some on the pull-up bar. They're like drop catches almost, and then slow lower down. If you're curious about that, shoot me a DM on Instagram, face the climb, and I can show you a video. It's essentially you start with kind of like eye chest level to the bar and then you jump to the bar and then you catch yourself with your elbows at 90 degrees and then slowly lower down to really help build up that wrist stabilization. Uh, I've done it before for rehab because I had this issue before when I was finger rehabbing as well. So that's where we're at. But I did like doing the hangboard on the lifting day and that really just worked out because of my friend's setup versus, you know, at Planet Fitness, there are no hangboards, <laughs> but I do really like going to Planet Fitness. I've mentioned this before, like switching it up and maybe I do have a hangboard in my garage. I built it like on a freestand thing. The freestand thing is a little wobbly in the garage and it's a little bit short, so I don't like using it unless I have to, <laughs> but I'll probably end up just doing hangboard on a separate day, lifting on a separate day, unless I go to jams. But like I mentioned, that I did that, I believe, two days after I had one rest day or two rest days. I think I had one rest day. I would have to double check in between that session on the board. And I think I probably could have had another rest day in there. Like I mentioned, I was feeling wrecked. You know, the lesson is I have to remind myself that I am training right now and to keep my eyes on the prize. And yes, I can have those kind of days. Like I went outside climbing because it was absolutely gorgeous this weekend. I'm recording this on Sunday the 29th. It was absolutely gorgeous. I went out climbing yesterday. I didn't go super hard or anything. And I just tried one climb, a couple different moves. I figured out I was just doing wrong, like body positioning. Got to work on my hip mobility a little bit more to make it feel really good. But it's not like I wore myself out. Because I realized and I recognized I had a long week. I wrecked myself and I really got to recover and rest for my next bout of four by fours, which is going to be on the 30th uh, tomorrow on Monday when this podcast is being released and recognizing that and recognizing as well, you know, I'm not looking to perform anymore. And that was a huge realization for me right now is I'm not looking to perform outside Outside is still going to be an extension of my training to still climb on rock outside. I think that's extremely important to work on more moderate levels and really get in that mindset range. And then also going to boulders that maybe I haven't been to before and trying to flash them that are within my flash grade or kind of at the max of my flash grade or going out to boulders or even rope climbs when it gets a little bit nicer out. I have seen people still rope climbing because it actually is like rope climbing weather this weekend. But maybe it is a climb that I've done before. I'm going to go into it with the mindset of flash. And that's going to be part of my training for working up to trying and flash to this climb in the new is I think that is going to be a huge part of like the performance phase for this is I still need to do those things beyond the training of 
building up my endurance and building up my finger strength and then my upper body strength as well is I need to work on the actual performance aspect of flashing climbs. So whether it be a climb that I've never done before or doing day flashes and really getting myself into that mindset of like, okay, I got to try fucking hard right now and really prepare myself for that mindset and those scenarios. So I think that's still very important part of this whole preparing for the send and the flash of the climb in the new and Definitely want to still incorporate that. You know, that's not in my training program, like go flash climbs outside, but something that I'm going to put into when I go outside climbing with friends. So then I still am in a way training. It's just not the quotation normal training that you would suspect and see. So that was kind of my week and I'm super psyched about it. I was you know, that realization, this was a big realization week for me, like, all right, Jen, we got to take this seriously. You can't be fucking doing one more climb. You can't be an idiot. You can't be stupid like that because I still kind of feel it today. I'm wrecked. You know, I've talked about on the Instagram stories, like how I'm going through with possibility another autoimmune disorder. And then my hypothyroidism already, it's kind of been off and on, like levels changing up a lot over the past year as well. So I really got to stay in tune. I really got to stay focused. And the realization that like, it's not performance anymore. We are training to perform come the new, come that first week of April, because no, we cannot always be performing at our top level. And I got to do that whole performing fun stuff, getting outside, seeing the training work over end of November through December, beginning of January. So we are back in the training mindset and I'm excited. That was a good realization for me. But yeah, I am excited. Oh, week two, four by four is tomorrow. Maybe let's let's try and break out of those V0s. I don't know, but also recognize, yes, I'm a climbing coach and I did my last set reps of four by fours on V0s because it is such a weakness of mine, such a weakness. But uh, all right, keep a lookout for next week behind the training number three. And yeah, I'm excited. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to another Face to Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows, bench press for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at face the climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right. Have a good rest of your day, y'all.